God. Um, so this guest now, I've got one of my friends, Charlie Prifty. Um, so thank you for coming on my podcast today. Uh, as you know, no I'm uh, <laughs> I'm studying anxiety in modern society and like how design, how I can use design to help um, solve this epidemic. Uh, so firstly, I just wanted to ask you about if you think the society that we live in today has a big effect on people's mental health, but specifically I wanted to speak to you about like boys' mental health and how you think society affects boys in at the moment. Well, I think in today's society with like obviously the rise of social media and that sort of thing, you're always seeing what other people are doing. Mm. Whereas pre, pre in previous um, eras, I'll say eras because it's past <laughs> generations, I'll say. Um, you, when you go home, you're kind of in your own space and you, and you don't yeah. worry about what other people are doing. Whereas in the modern day society, you get home and then you go on social media and you see that every, everyone else is doing something and they're active and they're whatever. So whatever feelings that you're having in terms of like, maybe I'm a bit lonely, maybe I'm a bit whatever, then you they get exacerbated by seeing mm. other people having fun, doing other things, going to events going to going on holiday all these other um, activities and fun things they're doing you see them but you only see a glimpse of people only share their best moments yeah they don't they don't share their downtime where they're just sitting watching some people do but where Mm -hmm. they're just at home watching telly or reading a book or getting on with their work even people don't share that that sort of time whereas everyone is doing that they're just not putting on social media and when you when you're sort of alone and doing your own thing you see everyone else doing that so if you were to have those um sort of thoughts of loneliness and what am I doing why am I doing this whatever then seeing other people living a better life than you you only see a glimpse of it whereas they're probably in reality they're probably doing the exact same thing as you as well so that sort of like anxiety of that is very relevant today whereas previously it probably wouldn't have been a thing yeah no that's interesting when um when you're with your friends, would you guys ever sit around and be like, oh, mate, I've been feeling like really anxious recently, like this has been going on? Or do you feel like you don't really speak about stuff like that with your friends? I think in like, if it was like a larger group of friends where you're all going somewhere, then no. Whereas if you were to meet someone one-on-one for like, a, I don't know, a drink or whatever, mm. that's when that's when they would say, like if someone said, oh, do you want to go for a coffee or a, a drink in the day, then you'd actually um have a proper conversation about it whereas if if you're in a large group and you're at the pub you just talk and have a laugh and try and you try and make it sort of a more fun experience and you don't really make it personal and and talk about what's actually going on whereas uh like a one-on-one chat I think um is more you're more likely to um say what you're actually thinking yeah do you think as you've grown up with your friends from when you were like for example at school to like now where you are like graduated um do you think you've seen like a shift in people taking like mental health more seriously do you feel like your friends are more open about it definitely and I think like the rise of it on on I'd say social media as well where it's become a a lot more relevant Mm. um and everyone's talking about it and whatever it's like it kind of makes you 
I think it can go one of two ways. It can kind of it can make you think you're doubting yourself to mm. where you may think I was fine before. Then you go, oh, there's this whole world of mental health. Maybe I have it, and maybe you doubt yourself whether you've got it, and then you put yourself into a spiral of anxiety from seeing all this pushing it on everyone. That's one way of it, or the other way as well. I believe it is very positive because it's helping those people that wouldn't say anything as well. And now they're like, oh, maybe I should actually sort this out. Yeah. So there's, there's kind of there's kind of two two sides of it, like in terms of the positives and negatives. Because I think um, it can be easy just to push it under the rug and ignore it. And this bringing it up has made it into a conversation for everyone to have with themselves mm. and with their friends. And my uh, space of mind but I also think it is um, making people doubt themselves a little bit and, yeah. and go maybe I've got this when when in reality um, you probably don't have it as bad you may you may have some sort of mental health issues but it's not as bad as you then you get um, into like an anxious state about mm. it and you think you think you're in a worse state than you actually are yeah so I think I think there needs to be like proper conversations about it and more education into it I, I think what you just said about education is really interesting. And also, I was having a conversation with a friend last night and we were like talking about this topic. I was like talking about my project. And he was like, what's really interesting is like, obviously it's so good that mental health has been spoken about like more and more and people are more aware of it and like more aware they need to look after their minds like as well as their bodies. But also we're starting to get into a state where people feel down for like, a couple of weeks or like a week or two and then they're like I'm suffering from depression and it's like yeah. not necessarily like people that's life like life isn't just like every day you don't not every day do you feel like on top of the world or like feeling amazing like you do go through states of just being like things are a bit shit right now and I just need to yeah. like push through and then make things better so I think it's really interesting what you're saying about sometimes people aren't in like actually as bad a state as maybe they think they are but because they're worried then they get anxious over it and then they're like well what's really wrong what's going on how do I get myself out of this yeah. where actually it's like because people talk so much about anxiety yeah. and depression it's almost like it's like such a throwaway um comment now like people be like oh I'm, I'm depressed over this yeah like, and, and and also saying that as well as some people that are seriously depressed it kind of pushes them into like a smaller section it's like everyone's depressed now so who is like not mm -hmm. obviously not everyone's depressed I want to say it in a proper way but like it, it's kind of um reducing the meaning of actually being mm. depressed like someone who's actually struggling if everyone's saying it as a throwaway comment now it kind of everyone's like well oh, um so is everyone kind of and it kind of is reducing the impact of of um the awareness of it as well so it's like yeah but i but i do think that it is also a positive thing that a lot more people are st stepping forward because it, it then shows that this is what we can do to help if it's like a wild scale wide scale problem then there's a there's a lot more um investment into it a lot more support into it so it is there's uh, obviously there's two sides to it it can either be pushed under the rug again or mm. it can be tackled with the right the right methods so yeah I agree talking about methods do you do anything at the moment to like just like regulate like slash help your mental health well, I just try and um, 
keep as active as possible, to be honest. Like, I'm always um, busy doing something. I, I find that if I'm busy, then um, uh, it just keeps me in the right state of mind. Like, having a routine um, in particular, um, started going to the gym again. So mm-hmm. I find that that really helps as well. So just always having something to do, having a task to do in the day and um, sort of even just setting some goals for the day and then ticking them off because every time you tick off something mentally, um, it um, kind of sends a signal to your brain saying, I've done this today. And then it, you feel better about yourself as well. So it, even if you just quickly, I don't know, go through, not that I actually write it out, but in my head, I'm like, mentally. this is what I want to do today. And then I just tick it off and then I'm like, cool. But I mean, it could be a positive thing for some people to actually write it out and have goals and go tick. I've done that. Today. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that about got like goal ticking because I do that. Like the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is this is so like just the way my brain works. But I like set literally on my on my phone. I've got like an everyday to do list. It will literally be silly things like shower, go to the gym, have breakfast, yeah, yeah, yeah. do that, and then like do my podcast series for my for my yeah. project like and I love just going through and taking things off because you feel productive you feel like you've got a purpose you feel like you've got yeah, yeah. something to do it releases serotonin so serotonin yeah. Yeah. And there's so many thing there's so many people though mm-hmm. where I think it's quite easy like where you're like you're like a very motivated person there's so many people who would just like just like sit in bed all day just like watch tv like every day is kind of like a day to, for like self-love in that sense but actually a lot of the time like self-love is like getting things done and actually just like doing yeah. stuff and and maybe even those sort of days could be in your goals so mm. it's like six days a week you do you do um a lot of keeping yourself busy all the other tasks and then maybe putting your goals one day have a day off and mm. chill in bed so that could be in in your goals as well. So it's like you don't feel bad about doing it if you're doing it too much. But like do set five days of doing something, then go two days off or however you want to do it. I find that just making making it all part of a structure and a routine so you yeah. know what you're doing really, really is important for that as well. Yeah. Um, another So another question that I had was, have you ever done like guided meditation? Have you like ever used any of the apps like Headspace or Calm? Um, it doesn't matter if you haven't, it's just like- I, I haven't, but I did in school. Um, we did something, I forgot the name of it. Um, it was called, can't quite remember the name, but it was like a meditation thing. It was like for exams. Mm-hmm. Um, so- uh, um it'd be like so you they put on some like calming music and then you'd listen to it and then you just like be quiet for like five minutes and you just think about everything so think about like your surroundings how everything feels how do your hands feel like mm. when you're when you're dead silent and then just you just feel like what what does your feet feel like and what does how does the chair feel against you, you just think about everything and it's quite calming yeah um, so it's like it kind of it was it was quite useful we I, did, I learned about it uh in GCSE A level sort of time right. but I did find it quite useful for like if you're ever just sort of procrastinating as well just go um take a five minute break just go get your own in your own space and then I found it quite easy to get back to work but to be honest I didn't really um use it oh too much but 
I did find mm. it useful. We we did it in like well-being at school. Yeah. So um, that's that's the only thing I really use. But I w- wouldn't say I was a massive user of it. No. Yeah. Because yeah. what's quite interesting is part of my research, I've found that. So as someone who I use like Headspace, well, I'll go through like spurts of using it. Um, and I find it really useful but for a lot of people guided meditation is just like not a solution because they feel like they're just sitting there in their own thoughts and a lot of people think of mindfulness as like with their legs crossed like hands like oh, this. Oh yeah that's what it's called it was mindfulness that we yeah, did in school. Yeah mindfulness um, so what I'm looking at at the moment is almost creating like a service and product which are combined which promote mindfulness but that's not just like sitting in your mind so I've specifically been looking at pressure points points um and how can you create like almost a habit for people to do for like 10 minutes a day which is mindfulness but it's not just sitting there with your thoughts because um the definition for meditation i've got it here let me read it to you is choose a quiet spot that's free of distraction set a time limit pay attention to your body and get comfortable and focus on your breathing and notice your thoughts there's nothing about having to obviously like noticing your thoughts but there's nothing about just sitting there and like um like silence with someone telling you what you should and shouldn't be thinking about and trying to clear your brain because that's very yeah. unnatural for a lot of people so it's almost I'm looking at habit forming in our generation and because we're such like an instant gratification generation and everyone wants results now yeah. if something doesn't work straight away people just think oh that's a load of rubbish so it's like researching that kind of stuff and it, it's been really really interesting um and after speaking to other people obviously everything that we say causes anxiety comes a lot of it comes from screens and a lot of solutions at the moment are like on screens for example like guided meditation apps and like therapy apps are all, all apps so it's kind of like counteracting the actual problem um yeah. if that makes sense yeah, well, I think it's quite difficult because it's a it's a period where a lot of things are moving technical techni- mm. te- towards technology. So it's like um, it makes sense in a way to try and find a solution on screen because that's what this whole generation does. Like, mm. but but I think yeah, as you said, that a lot of the problem comes from too much time spending on the screen. So maybe if there was a not necessarily a phone but even if it was something interactive like i don't know like um i don't know even all this move towards virtual reality and all that sort mm. of thing maybe if you just could put on a headset and, and do it it's not it's not like facebook or instagram where you're always um seeing other other people and you're, you've got you're in your own zone if you were in mm. like it sounds a bit weird, but in a virtual reality, you're in your own space and you're and you're and you're there. So maybe if there was a solution on that where you could go into like a I don't know almost a different world on in a virtual reality and just have mm-hmm. ten minutes to yourself or I don't know maybe even a conversation or something like that with somebody on there. Yeah, it could be it could be a solution. But what what were you more thinking? Again, though that kind of thing. It just like reverts back to screens and yeah. so well I've been looking at um Chinese medical practice and um pressure point therapy so pressure point therapy is a bit like acupuncture but without the needles so it's like manipulating um 
pressure points on your body and it releases serotonin into your body which is really cool um obviously like Chinese medicine isn't like scientifically backed but obviously it's got it's like been around for like thousands and thousands of years and I went to two Chinese medical practices and they said the two main reason the the top reason why people come into their practices is due to anxiety and they come once they've been on medication so they'll be on medication the medication won't help and as a last resort they'll like turn to pressure point therapy so I'm looking at how you can use pressure point therapy and bring it to the masses and how you could like how it could become a mindful mindfulness task if that makes sense um i'm not yeah i'm not set on that but it's like looking at like down that kind of route and especially like in the last year where we've seen a massive trend increase in like um you know like face rolling and like gua sha is that what it's called um i don't know if you've seen i don't know if you've seen them like face face rollers and stuff like that um but looking at doing that on different parts of the body so like suction techniques on your hands and like um all sorts of stuff which is really cool um but that's just like kind of what what i've been thinking about um because i think it's interesting like especially with boys i think um depression like is being spoken about a lot more but I actually think anxiety isn't spoken about as much as depression is because I think anxiety everyone gets anxious don't they everyone gets like anxious about all sorts of different things um but it's good to like speak to a boy about it as well um has has like having this conversation like sparked any other thoughts or anything nothing in particular but no, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely um, like a positive thing to like be open and be able to be able to say it for sure. And the fact that, um, the fact that like there's a trend towards um, go, um, like improving everyone's uh, mental state, I think is very mm. positive. And also a movement away from um, medication as well, I think is super important because it's, it's quite a lot of people I find that, start with the medication and that doesn't always that kind of makes them in a worse situation Mm. so I I think if there's a solution to try before the medication I think the medication should be a last resort for people rather than rather than the first thing they do is let me get on the the tablets or whatever yeah I'm really glad I'm really glad you said that because I'm doing like a whole section of my research project about how with anxiety people are just like prescribed medicine medicine but it's an external cause so it should be caused by an external solution like not just yeah. by like taking yeah. more pills that's why i'm looking at chinese medicine i think as well with young people with the medication as well is so the medication actually doesn't um go well with alcohol mm. so a lot of people who are on the tablets and that sort of thing and and having it on a daily basis and then they go out on a friday night saturday night and be drinking on the tablets and then all it did was um kind of exacerbate the situation yeah yeah make it a lot worse for them because you're not supposed to mix the two and for young people uh drinking is a big part of um like friendship groups and the culture Mm. in the uk especially so just prescribing them straight away with the with the um the pills and the tablets or whatever um i don't think necessarily is the right thing all the time so I think pushing um, alternative methods first should be always um, always considered as a first option. And then if they 
seriously do need the medication then that is there as well mm. yeah that's a really interesting point um that you've just made about alcohol I hadn't really thought about especially um like between 20 and 30 drinking is a massive part of UK culture and when people are on medication and also if people are on medication they won't want to tell their friends be like I'm not drinking because I'm on medication a lot of people that's very private and they don't want yeah. to share that so they'll just drink on them yeah. mm, that's really interesting like, but, but yeah I've, yeah I've seen one of my friends do that and it's not always a great thing but yeah mm. yeah oh well um thank you very much for joining me today and uh being no part worries. of my mini my mini podcast yeah. series thanks all for listening thanks for tuning in yeah <laughs> thanks for tuning in um yeah i'll see you on the next um episode little listeners <laughs> thank you